Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Echo Nest the Podcast. I am your host, Warren Sharp. Um, I'm driving from lunch back to work. Saw the pups, ate some baked ziti and some celery, getting that fiber and everything. Uh, I think I still have some of the celery in my teeth, which is kind of gross, but whatever. <clears throat> Hope you all enjoyed that last episode, kind of a uh, experiment in bullshit. Um, this episode is continuing that trend. Um, so I had mentioned a, um, uh, a project, uh, a new election, uh, oh man, a new elect, oh gosh, <clears throat> it's not working. A new electronics project, uh, doing um, a transistor based high watt circuit, uh, pedal, um, taking a, uh, I think it's a mid-70s um, uh, high-watt DR-103 preamp and kind of just the, uh, the the first half of the preamp, turning it into a fucking thing, a, um, just a little pedal. <clears throat> um, uh, my buddy Walter at work, um, Walter from Frontside, um, I was telling him about the pedal, and he was like, "That that sucks. <laughs> you need to uh, you need to make something simpler." And uh, he dis- he started to uh, talk about something he uh, wanted. And it sounded pretty interesting to me. Um, he wanted a super simple um, uh, high pass and low pass filter uh, in a guitar to ca- to just give it that um, that sound of. I guess that lo-fi kind of sound. And I was like, wow, that sounds really interesting. Um, I think you could technically do it as a passive circuit, which would be really cool, and just put it in a box. Um, so I was like, let's let's start on that. <clears throat> so I have been uh, doing a little bit of prototyping on it. And, um, started off with, uh, the original, original idea for the high-watt thing was actually a passive, uh, tone stack, and it was just to kind of sweeten up the sound. It was to, um, let the front end of the amp, um, not get hit so hard with what you're doing, but then kind of, you know, give it a, a big mid-range, a big old mid-range thing. Um, I... And uh, I actually haven't even done that yet. <clears throat> I'm sure it would be, you know, it would be something. Uh, but I don't think it would be incredibly useful. So uh, the next thing is this. The whole idea is to kind of get less sound. So I was like, well, this is this probably is a good idea. Um, the idea is to not have a boost. Is to just kind of degrade the sound. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, just do that kind of a thing. So I've been experimenting with it. The very first thing I did was uh, make basically a Fender Tone stack. Just put that with an input and output. Um, as you would imagine, that didn't work very well. Um, it the The main thing isn't even so much how much... Uh, sound it dumped to ground, but 
that it um, it just wasn't the thing. Um, it it was kind of uh, like the slope of it, the slope of the uh, high cut and low cut, or the I guess they're I, I guess I should say the low pass and high pass filters just aren't they just weren't what I was looking for. Um, and I'm not totally sure I'm going to be able to do this, but I'm trying to figure it out. And, uh, so the way that those, uh, tone stacks work though, is, um, there, uh, you, you, you've probably heard of, uh, a guitar tone stack being interactive. Um, like, you know, the treble affects not only the mids, but the bass. And that's, that is a hundred percent true because of how all the stuff is working. They're all, they're all, um, in parallel together and kind of affecting what's going on, uh, with the, uh, the, the, the whole thing becomes like a variable, uh, circuit. The, the guitar signal enters into the treble pot, um, and exits through the treble pot and, uh, kind of flows around how the, um, the mid and, and bass control, trying to think of how to describe it. They, they all just kind of flow into each other. So it's an interactive thing. Um, so what I ended up doing was cutting the mid control. I guess the first thing I did was put a huge value for the mid control so that a, a, all the mid range would still continue to, um, <clears throat> to the output uh, and just lob off the um, highs and lows. That still didn't really work the way I wanted it to, so we ended up cutting all that stuff and just making high, um, low pass and high pass filters. I put them in parallel, um, and I was having trouble with that. It just wasn't doing what I wanted it to. And then it kind of dawned on me. Unfortunately, like after, of course, it's like after you walk away from the workbench, and uh, but it dawned on me that. I'm making a weird tone. I'm making a very weird tone stack now. Um, so more than likely, that's where my problem is. Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure I need to put these things into series so that they don't affect each other, at least in the way I'm thinking they're going to. Um, what I want to do is cut off all the low end. And then I want to cut off all the high end, so just the mid-range is left. And I think if I can do that, I'll be really close to where I am. So now um, I'm heading back to work, and I guess before I clock in, I'm going to try that real quick and just see what happens. Um, if the if, if that's more the sound I'm going for, then I know I'm on the right path. Um, however, I'm pretty sure... W- there's going to have to be a gain circuit added to this. Um, and oddly enough, I think it would actually be cheaper. <clears throat> I think it's less parts to actually add a gain circuit than to tighten up um, um, the uh, uh, filters. So that uh, hopefully it, you know, uh, hopefully it gets me the sound. And if it gets me the sound, I think if we just put a gain, uh, some kind of gain, you know, some kind of a clean boost uh, at the end of it, maybe going in front of it. Um, I think we should be good to go. And then we have a little pedal. Um, in the event it doesn't work, then fuck it, I guess, you know, um, 
I, I don't want to have a crazy uh, filter, like a crazy two or four four pole filter um, uh, going around because that's uh, that's more parts. Um, it would, I would I would have to be doubling the parts. And as far as I know, um, I would also be like having to use some weird. Like my first thought was. Um, well, if I, so the, I got the high cut filter to work, uh, the way I wanted it to. Um, and I was like, oh, cool. This'll, this'll be a, this'll be fantastic. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, so I, I was like, oh, this is, this is sick, but it's maybe, uh, cutting off. It's not really doing like a super hard cutoff. And that's kind of what I wanted. I, I, I want like it just to like take, I don't know, we'll say like a hundred K and just drop it or I'm saying a hundred K drop her, the drop the Hertz from like, uh, like a hundred Hertz, maybe 200 Hertz, something like that. Just drop it straight to ground, but let everything above that pass through. Well, I guess it doesn't really do that. So in order to do that, you have to add, uh, uh, you have to make it like a two pole, um, which makes the drop off, uh, twice as quick. Um, or four pole, which is even faster. I don't know if there's three pole, but every time you do that, you're literally adding the same uh, cap and resistor um, into that. So um, by doing that, um, the way I have it right now is I'm using a um, <clears throat> I'm using a potentiometer as a variable resistor to affect where the cutoff frequency is. So if I do that, um, I'm thinking that I'm going to have something in like, I'm going to have to have like a dual pot, uh, or something like that. I don't know. Um, that's, sounds like it's more expensive and it sounds like I'm also pretty limited to only being able to do that unless I'm able to figure out some way to, uh, integrate some other stuff. I don't know. But it sounds like, um, you know, every time you make a, an extra pull in the filter, you're at least adding two parts uh, and assuming it's just a cap and, and like a discrete, like, like a, like a single capacitor and a single resistor instead of dual pots and shit. Um, that sounds like it's, um, you know, uh, now you're, you're going to double, um, yeah, everything that's going on there as opposed to just adding a transistor with a, with a, uh, uh, with a volume control, um, which, uh, I guess that's four parts, but I don't know. It sounds like it's a, might be a better, I will, we'll just, you know, we're just going to experiment, stay on the bench and just see what happens with it. I'm really not sure though. Um, so yeah, but I, I'm excited for this project. Uh, this is fun. Um, I've never been able to, uh, um, this is technically my first, you know, commissioned project. I'm very excited for this. And I guess when I say commissioned, I just mean someone asked for it. Um, you know, uh, but this is, this has been this is, so far, this has been very fun. Um, kind of experimenting with stuff. It's been frustrating, but there's something about the learning process. I find very fun. Like the frustrating elements are, are very fun to me. You always learn something. And as long as something does, as long as whatever you made does something, I feel like you're learning a lot. So, uh, I always, uh, really enjoy that shit. 
Um, well, I'm back here, so I'm going to do the, uh, I'm going to switch that, um, <clears throat> I'm going to switch this thing to a, uh, to two, uh, to, um, the two filters running in series as opposed to parallel and report back. All right, later on. Okay, so I'm back a few days later, or a couple days later, I don't know, some days later. Um, so I still don't have my uh, transistors and op amps in yet. They're either, they're, they're either supposed to be in today or tomorrow. I am very excited to get them and start working on it. It's Friday, by the way, so that's cool. Oh, man, tired all of a sudden. But I am excited to uh, start working on that building those clean boost circuits um, to uh, run into uh, I don't know, something else and fucking make a big old fucking thing about it um, but yeah, so uh, I am excited um, uh, the filtering circuit that uh, I've been kind of working on I could not really figure it out I tried putting it in a series. The problem I keep having is that the um, the low pass filter seems to be working fine. Um, I, I guess it's basically just a tone, like a guitar tone um, circuit thing. It's 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 uh, you know from the audio source uh, we get a cap that goes into a resistor. Um, that runs to ground, so it's like, okay, that's easy. The other one I'm having such a hard time with because I I keep turning it into, it keeps turning into a volume pot. Um, I feel like it kind of works at the very very end of the circuit, or the very I'm sorry, the very end of the sweep of the pot, but uh, that might even just be the fact that it's like kind of acting as a, um, like a treble bleed kind of thing, so, so I don't know, um, I, I guess I could just put that in there, you know, just, just try that out, putting, um, uh, a cat, I guess when you, you know, you take a, um, uh, a pot, or, or you put a cap across a pot, uh, on a guitar, it turns it into a, a high-pass filter. Maybe that's the way the whole circuit's supposed to be, and I just haven't even been thinking of that. I guess I'll try that tomorrow. I'm going in tomorrow to mess around with my transistors, um, and to put some, uh, two, to tube up an amp, and, um, what else am I doing there? I, uh, oh, I guess that. Check out that filter thing. I feel like if I could get that going, we'd have that weird mid thing, and we'd be good to go. Uh, <clears throat> man, just don't know. Anyway, though, um, it, it seems fun. Uh, but anyway, I guess that's, that's the update there. Um, I guess I was supposed to do this already. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll do it next week or something, but... Um, whenever this comes out, I guess it'll be in there. Uh, we got our show all squared away, the Cat Bamboo show. Um, and I think I've mentioned that in the previous thing. I'm not sure, the, the, the previous part of this episode. Uh, but anyway, yeah. 
That's fine. I think I'm just going to not talk about that now because I feel like I am. I don't know where I am with that. So we're just going to ignore. Let's just ignore that I said anything about that for right now. Um, so, uh, I also ordered the head cap for the Mark III. I'm not sure if I've talked about that. Maybe I should talk about that real quick. Um, so in the event that I already have mentioned it, uh, the short of the story is uh, uh, I have acquired a 1989 uh, Mesa Mark III uh, green stripe. Um, uh, be- I, I, I think all the green stripes are the 85-watt versions, but in the event that they're not, just to clarify, that this uh, supposedly is the 85-watt one. Actually, I guess I don't really know. It could just be the 75. But it feels pretty loud, um, even in the... Uh, uh, when you switch it so it's only the class A tubes, um, it still feels it still feels very loud. It's, it feels like a 25 watt amp as opposed to a 10, uh, a 15 watt amp. Um, as a person who plays 15 watt amps on a regular basis um, uh, at work, uh, it it feels much more stout and more um, um, uh, in, uh, just louder than our you know, the normal 15 watt amps I play a car. So I, I think it's probably safe to say that it's the 25 watt in that aspect and then a, uh, a 85 watt total. Um, I, uh, but this is my first, uh, this is my first Mesa Boogie I've ever owned. Um, you know, oddly enough, uh, it's, uh, even though I own it, I still have even put as many hours onto it as I have onto other Mesas. Um, that I've known for a much longer time, which uh, is kind of interesting. Uh, but uh, I'm really enjoying it. Um, it took, it took probably, probably, I don't know, maybe an hour. I'd say somewhere between 30 minutes and and, and an hour to uh, kind of chase out the tone I was I was really looking for, um, which is that I guess that like early Metallica. Oh, goodness, excuse me. Not so early, though. Not the super early stuff, but, like, you know, the, um, the, uh, Master of Puppets sound, um, the, the early Dream Theater stuff, uh, moving into the Lamb of God thing, even though I know that that's a Mark IV, and I actually don't even know what year it is or anything, but, so, uh, you know, whatever, it's, it's, it's all something, I guess, uh, but also trying to chase kind of a, 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 a modern sound. You know, that graphic EQ is, that those things have is super powerful. Um, and it really is super powerful. I, I actually can't believe how um, just your, how shapeable everything is. I kind of wish every amp just had a graphic EQ. I kind of wish every amp just had some kind of... Um, shitty effects loop that you could just plug a graphic EQ into afterwards. Uh, that might require, though, that your graphic EQ has, you know, a way to uh, lower the volume coming in as well as really cranking up the volume going out. Uh, or actually, no, I don't think it needs to really crank the volume going out. Um, but maybe a loud enough, you know, somewhere could do it loud enough. Anyway... Yeah, it's just it's a, it's a really it's an amazing tool. Um, I'm really impressed 
with uh, what it sounds like. Um, mine sounds like it has. It sounds like it has never been serviced. Just all the pots are pretty uh, scratchy, um, and uh, uh, it's kind of noisy. Kind of thinking a lot of those caps are going to have to be replaced. But I, I am still pretty happy with the way it sounds. It's very fast sounding. Um, the distortion is, uh, uh trying to, uh, it, it is complex, but aside from being complex, I'm pretty shocked at just how fucking aggressive it is. And, uh, I, I would say though, what the Mesa lacks is definitely like a touch sensitivity thing. So I'm working at car amplifiers where um, a lot of gain stages are filtered in a way that is, um, they are, uh, they're able to, um, we're, we're able to get away with a lot less filtering. So they're very touch sensitive. Uh, comparing that to, to the Mesa, the Mesa feels really stiff. Um, it sounds really good, but it just feels very different. It's, it's really interesting. It, it, it reminds me a lot of, of amps I've used, I've, you know, kind of grew up playing and, and all that stuff. It just, it feels, it feels stiffer. Um, and, uh, that's not really a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I guess cause it still sounds really good. It, it all feels fine to me, but it, yeah, there is kind of something to how the, the mid-range, like the low mids, and I guess the low end in general, kind of how it like blooms. Uh, it doesn't really seem to do that. It's kind of there, like the way that I feel like, you know, a, a string naturally would or, or an acoustic guitar kind of does. Um, the Mesa doesn't do that. It's kind of instantly it's there. There's something, you know, it's all kind of just, it's all just right there. And the, um, I don't know. But, um, I mean, everything else about it's so nice. Uh, and I guess you kind of have to sacrifice that a little bit for the intense amount of distortion you get. Which I, uh, am completely shocked by because, um, I've heard the green stripe is a less aggressive version than the blue stripe Mark III. I can only fucking imagine, um... And, uh, but I guess if I'm being completely honest, uh, one of the projects I want to do when I do open it up to kind of service it is, you know, convert the distortion channel to a Mark II C plus, uh, from what I understand, it's, 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 uh, they're, they're very similar and looking at the schematics, it, it looks pretty similar. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully I'm able to do that. Um, but if not, I mean, I've, I'm feeling pretty happy with it, so, I don't know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think that's gonna pretty much do it for this week. Hopefully I'll have more information for you tomorrow. Um, so tomorrow is going to be, uh, building up the, uh, clean boost circuit, the, the transistor clean boost circuit, um, and depending on how long that takes and how how I'm feeling afterwards, I might try to put the high watt, um, tone stack in there. And if I'm feeling real squirrely, I might start looking at how to do 
like the clean boost thing where it's where uh, it has a um, uh, you know bright cap and stuff so that it uh, 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 you know like the Marshall or the high watt thing you have a hot you have a brilliant channel a normal channel and a brilliant channel and um, but yeah hopefully I can figure that all out um, but one step at a time Anyway, um, thank you for listening for this one, and uh, uh, we'll pick this back up at some point. Goodbye for now. Okay, so another update. It is now uh, Monday the 28th, so um, took the weekend off from it, <laughs> or the rest of the weekend off from it, um, and trying to figure out what could possibly be going wrong. And... I uh, was watching some videos, looking up some schematics, and I was pretty sure the problem was uh, in some values that I had, just kind of really starving it, and me thinking that the transistors were much more sensitive than uh, the tubes. Oh, yawn, excuse me. Literally just got out of work and rushing back to my house to teach. Um, but... What, uh, uh, so anyway, um, yeah, all that shit. That ended up not being the problem. So I ended up having two major problems. Um, one of them was that, uh, uh, I, uh, had bridged the, um, on my breadboard, I'm using both sides of it just to kind of have a bit more room. Um, so both, both, both sides of the power rails and I ended up, uh, I ended up connecting the negatives, but forgot to connect the positives. Oh, excuse me again. So one of the components just wasn't getting the power. It wasn't getting the, uh, um, it it wasn't getting biased, uh, properly. So the whole thing was fucked. Um, which, you know, that's, that's not good. So that was a big thing. The biggest problem, though, was simply I had the transistor, the transistor in fucking backwards. Um, I thought I read that goddamn thing so many times, trying to make sure that it worked, and, uh, and it totally fucking did not because oh, my transistor was it the wrong way, and it, it's possible I had it in the the correct way at some point, but just everything else was fucked. It it, it probably wouldn't have mattered. So finally, after checking stuff and go, going over with uh, going over what everything was looking at, or going, oh my god, going over the whole thing with my boss, um, uh, um, he pointed out the transistor thing. I noticed my breadboard was fucked, and our powers combined, we got a linear power booster working. Um, so that was pretty sick, and uh, I couldn't believe it. It sounded really good. Um, it's, it's just a clean boost. It's a full frequency clean boost. So it's probably not good for anything other than just rock and roll, you know, just like literally boosting, uh, an amp, but it fucking worked. I could not believe that it was working after just a couple of simple things. So that was really, really cool. Um, so now I'm, I'm pretty ready to start getting into, uh, to start getting into um, how to shape the tone of these things 
how to get a, um, a brighter sound, how to get a darker sound, um, because I really want to create this fucking, this high watt circuit, um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, super, super excited, uh, for this thing, um, I mean, I guess that's pretty much it, I gotta say, I love pedals, though, uh, right now, I, I am at least, the, the, the transistor thing is really tough, um, I see that being a pretty big problem in the future, but, uh, I don't know, whatever, I guess, but I, I really, I love that the power source is, you, you use some external power source that's already filtered and everything, and you're, you're good to go, you don't need to do shit, it's fucking, it's, it's awesome, really, I, I don't even know how else to describe it, it's like the coolest thing, kind of suck it, it, it or it kind of sucks that amps are so tricky in that way, you know, you have to design a power source, and that's kind of a pain in the ass, but, um, it's not too bad, I suppose, but it's something I haven't done, and it's, it's uh, probably the biggest part of an amplifier that I really have no idea, uh, what's going, or it's not that I don't know what's going on with, but I, I haven't done it, and, um, it, it, I don't know, it seems kind of tricky, but I'm loving this pedal thing, this is really, really cool, um, so yeah, the idea now is to, um, have a fucking, uh, oh, goodness, excuse me, is to, is to, yeah, figure out how to, how to shape the tone, uh, so a linear power booster effects pedal, um, is basically, uh, V1 inside of an amplifier. It's just, it's, it's just replacing, um, the tube or not even the whole tube. It's just replacing half of a tube, uh, and just doing it with a transistor and then having a, a volume pot at the end. That's all it is. So it's a gain stage. That's exactly what, uh, the triodes in a tube. That's what, that's how they're used. Um, you just need all the, all the circuitry just for that. But I want to create a, uh, I guess I'm just going to do that again and then, but then figure out how to get them to work, um, so that they're the, 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 the tones, um, are, are different within them. Put that into the tone stack, try you know, figure that shit out. Cause that's, I'm sure that's going to be a pain in the ass, but figure that out. Um, and finally some kind of a, uh, mixing stage at the end. So we'll see what happens. I'm super excited for where this is going to go. Uh, I'm probably not going to get to, I might be able to work on it tomorrow, but, um, I think I'm going to kind of just let it do its thing. I, I, maybe I'll build a second, you know, this, the same, uh, circuit just, build it again on the other side of the board and, uh, see if I can, you know, that way it's ready to go. Yeah. Maybe I'll just do that. Just kind of build up the rest of the circuit as I'm learning how to, um, do this, uh, this tone shaping thing. Um, I think that's going to be really important with, uh, bright caps and bypass caps and things of that nature. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's it. 
Um, I guess we'll, I guess we'll end this episode here. This is kind of a, a multiple, multiple days, multiple part episode. Um, I hope you have enjoyed this. Uh, do all that bullshit, like and follow, um, or whatever. I don't know if you like these things or like if you actually, if you, there's a like thing, but whatever it is, do all that shit. It's so important to a small artist, uh, which is what I am, even though I'm like, I'm, I'm 5'10". So yeah, I'm going to say small artist. Um, and, uh, you know, me that shit. So I'll see you on the next one. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do for the next one, but we'll do something and then, uh, get back into the pedal stuff. Uh, alrighty. Um, oh, and, uh, yeah, if you want to see pictures of this shit, uh, if you don't do anything else, I guess make sure you follow me on Instagram. Um, cause that's where I, uh, always post up on my personal Instagram, which I think is like just Warren underscore sharp or something like that. All right. Thanks so much. Later on.